Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast? <laughs> and, oh, goodness. and if you uh, heard something with the mic... Uh, it's just common around Some here. would say that Pastor Hank was dancing and his hand hit the mic. I don't know. I can neither confirm nor deny that truth. Actually, that's a fib. I can confirm it. I was breakdancing and my hand got crazy. It had a mind of its own. And Y'all just don't know. I was breakdancing. Is that what you call it? Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to call it. He came close to breaking the mic, so yes, it was break dancing. Right. Oh, there that's you go. True. There you go. It's all bad interpretation. Right. Hey, you hear right. these two people with me, <laughs> my usuals. We got my home slice, Miss Mona, hey, over there. everybody. And we got producer DJ Dan. Hey, hey. He's cutting some riffs on <laughs> Every time. <laughs> well, I used to say rips. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I approve of this message. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up out there, y'all? Oh. I'm so glad you guys are listening. Once again, I want to thank you, and I am Pastor Hank, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I don't think I ever say this at the beginning anymore. This is the mosaic of Marion. It Marian. is the mosaic. You know? It is. Aren't the you guys proud that of me, I used to say that all the time, the mosaic that is Marion. The first, I'm telling you guys, the first, what, two months, it was, it was a battle that you guys would fuss at me. (laughs) We would, we would tape it. You know, that's back when Mona didn't have her mic on. And uh, (laughs) there were multiple issues at that point, I feel like. Seriously. If if you've been listening to us this whole year plus, bless you. (laughs) Yes. And by the way, and, or if you've just started and you're like, I want to go back and listen Really good meat yes. in it what is. we did. The content yes. was great. The, you uh, don't execution. have to turn the volume up to hear Mo- <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Monica. <laughs> Mona. We switched people at I've some been point called Monica here. before. Yeah. It's okay. So Seriously. Mona literally did not have her mic on. We could not figure out why. We could not get her levels up. And then all of a sudden, Dan figured out, oh. Just talk louder, Mona. After telling her multiple times, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm you just screaming. need to speak into the mic more. <laughs> Hey, oh my y'all just that those were the ones that we needed when you when Dan was dressing down Mona as in her volume of speech of Mona, you've got to talk right into it. Mona, talk louder. It's obviously I'm not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, We've come that. a long way, y'all. <laughs> it's, a, it's a process. It's a process. <laughs> just think of where we'll be next year at there this time. There you go. Yep. I mean, we've got a new board. Yeah, fancy, fancy. Made him get the title producer DJ Dan <laughs> with the riffs over there. Wiki, wiki, wiki. <laughs> hey, so guys, open your Bible. So in a few weeks, we're going to dive in on the Lord's Prayer. As a matter of fact, in two weeks, not counting this week and next week, we're taking a little break this week and next break, next week. But then the following week, which will be like the first Monday of June, if I'm looking at my calendar right, which will be the seventh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to the Lord's Prayer parts of it. I'm um, not the Lord's Prayer. We'll get back to the Sermon on the Mount, yep. and then we have two sermon mounts. Then we want to get into the the Lord's Prayer. But for some, probably eighteen odd years, I have talked about the three sixteens of the Bible. Seriously, you could go back in a bunch of messages from the early days. 
about the three sixteens of the Bible, and I've always said I was going to preach on them or, or something. And so, I really wanted to take a break from the Sermon on the Mount. And so Mona had the idea. She said, "You're always talking about the three sixteens. Let's do them." Yep. So I don't know that we'll get them all in in the next couple of weeks. But what what are we doing, producer Dan over there? You're hitting buttons. Oh, just making adjustments. We're just good. okay. You, when you start hitting buttons, I get worried. <laughs> no, we're good. He just got Mona's mic off again. <laughs> That'll teach her. <laughs> Mess with me. <laughs> Only one is going to have on is his own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so what I want to do is what we're going to start. So I just want to give you a little background. So we're going to deal with the two most well known. One. Obviously, John three sixteen. One, if you have any association with Mary Baptist Church, Second Timothy chapter yep. three yep. verse sixteen, um, and you could put a comma seventeen also right. on that one. But then we're gonna so we're gonna hit those quickly, um, and then we're gonna move into a few others that I really really love. Um, we could go many. I could pull many, but I've chosen three other ones probably won't get to one tonight. Would you agree? Probably right. won't get to that last one. Right. So that'll be a next week one. Um, so let's just, um, Miss Mona, would you please read John three sixteen? Sure. And then pray. Sure. John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And Lord, we thank you for, um, the opportunity to be here again, and we thank you for the truths that are in your word and for um, what you have to teach us through them. And so I pray that we would um, rightly handle your word of truth and that um, those who are listening would be blessed and would be drawn to your side because of it. And so um, we lift this time up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So John three sixteen. 16. Uh, First thoughts, just about John 3.16, what comes into your mind? Well, I had to read it because in memorizing it, who knows what translation I memorized <laughs> it in. And then you get other translations and it just gets confused in my head. Yeah, let, let me say this. And I think I said this before, and this is not at you because I, I tend mm-hmm. to, there are certain ones, isn't it weird? There are certain times I'll quote, um, like yesterday's sermon, yeah. when I was quoting Malachi 3.6, I was quoting King James. Right, mm-hmm. right. I try really hard not right. to do that because right. here's what I tell people. Whatever you start memorizing scripture, whatever version, continue always yes. in that. Right. So most things I memorize in, in New King James, but like that verse I've memorized right. in King James. Right. And then there's one or two I've memorized in ESV, but I try to stay focused and it is a good idea because you do, you'll get them all kind of yeah. confused mm. up in your brain. So a little quick tidbit of info, whatever translation you start memorizing scripture in, stick to that no matter what translation you're using. Right. Like, although I'm preaching out of the ESV, I still memorize when I want to have a verse. I memorize New King James. So, jump. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> well, I don't know where you want me to go. So, I mean, this is oh, obviously... <laughs> you're talking about reading it, and that's how I get me in there. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, this is um, a very familiar verse, and it's some... And even people who are not believers know this. You see it posted everywhere. You see it referred to. Um, and so I think the um, the question is, is why? Why is it so well known? Why is it always referred to? Why is it that verse that I would say would is maybe an anchor verse for the Christian faith? 
Right. So one of y'all can answer that question. <laughs> I asked the question. Just lead right up to him. Like, so one of y'all tell us. <laughs> I mean, got, because here's what, because it's been called the gospel in, in miniature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of our, and if you read it, I think it's like, um, I don't know, something like 18 words on one side. I don't know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Depending on what translation. Twelve words on one side of sun and twelve on the other mm. side of sun. So in the middle you have the word sun, which is mm. focused on Jesus. As I said yesterday, it's the entire Bible is focused upon Jesus. If you read it with that in mind, um, it will quickly help you understand it better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything, whether, I mean, going back to, and I scanned back through my messages, I've just been drawn to, again, um, Leviticus yeah. and those first several chapters. The whole book is amazing. Yep. But just reminding myself of how they really picture Jesus yeah. and the parts that I didn't know. So as I was doing all that I told you that I've been mm-hmm. doing today, I also took about 15, 20 minutes and just went back through some notes that I had that are that just brought that alive yep. to me. Everything revolves around him. So it's been said that um, the creative work of God um, was in Ten Commandments uh, in Genesis 1, and God said that his legislative work was also in Ten Commandments, that we have Ten Commandments mm-hmm. in Exodus 20, but his redemptive work was really in Ten Words. So theologians tell us that this verse, you can really pull out Ten Major Words that it all revolves around mm-hmm. out of those 26, 27 words. There are 10 major ones that the entire structure of the sentence is built around. And so, isn't it amazing? God is a God of so often things that are repetitive. Like, go through, do a Bible study on the on the number 40 yeah, throughout Scripture. Right. And see all the things that, that deal with that number. And so, this deals with 10, and it's those 10 commandments, his 10 divine commandments, if you will, in creation, and then 10 redemptive words for our salvation. And so that's why, you know, don't tell me God's word. You know, you think about Tim Tebow when he wore it there in the national championship right, that one. Right. And how many hits on yeah, Google was right. it that, uh, for I that? I how many. I mean, millions. it was millions. Yeah. I mean, and it's crazy. So everybody knows it. One last statement. Then Dan, you hadn't said anything, so we're going to make you speak. <laughs> I want you to know this. For God so loved the world. Right. That word is Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Which means the entire world, right? Not only the elect, right? God loves everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you you have to do spiritual gymnastics to get around that, yeah. because the word in Greek is cosmos. Mm-hmm. I rest my case. What you got, Dan? I, this is just one of my favorite whoever's. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And and often I go back to that because and Hank knows this. I struggled so long with when I first got. To introduce to the idea of uh, what's the term I'm looking for pre destination? Yes, um, where I was like, if he's already chosen, then I'm. <laughs> I guarantee I'm not on the list. Or election, election is what <laughs> you're yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, that was the word. And oh. and so I I really held on to this because I'm like, well, it says here he can't. Right. He's not going to go against his own words. It says here whoever. Yeah. I'm going right. to go back to that. Right, know? right. So. Anyway, anything else? You sure? No, because I was gonna say the whoever also, in um in that that and just all that Dan said, the beauty of the fact that it it 
it is obviously between the word the world and whoever mm-hmm. that it is for everyone yeah. and it is for anyone and it's not exclusive or um only for certain people not at all and i love that backs up what you came with 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 the cosmos like yeah you know, just in case you missed it, I'm, we're going to go right. back and yeah. say right. whoever right. as well. Yeah, you know. yeah just right. in case. And right. by the way, and people all the time, I used the illustration yesterday about somebody that told me I was being very, I was one of them mm-hmm. being exclusivistic in my thoughts. I'm just, I'm no more exclusive than what Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And he said, whosoever in the world. Yep. So right. it's not my fault if you don't come join the party. Right. Yeah. You yep. Know? Yep. I mean, he's, he's ready. So let's skip over to, I, I don't want to spend a lot, I mean, I just don't want to spend a lot of time right there. Although we could spend literally, let me give you one last thing. Theologians speak about that also. John three sixteen. It's so shallow, the youngest child can swim mm-hmm. in right. it. But it's so theologically deep yep. that the greatest theologian could never touch the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. That's God. Right, yep. absolutely. That's God. I mean, you, you slice and dice it however you want to. That speak only God could come up with, and some people are going, you little smarty pants out there going, but it was Jesus that said it exactly. Take that smarty pants, smarty pants out of here, buddy. Oh boy. Anyway, so moving on. Second Timothy. So let's go to a second one. Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. I'll read this one. Here's what the Bible says: All Scripture is breathed out by God. Um, I think the King, New King James, which I've memorized it, all Scripture is God-breathed, uh-huh. um, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. I included 17 in that. Here's what, by the way, what Scriptures did Paul have when he was writing this? Well, he had the Old Testament. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> he only had the Old Testament. Why didn't he have the New Testament? Well, it wasn't um, put down on paper yet. Oh. He was actually he wasn't put putting into it down a scroll. On paper, right, was right. Right. He was writing. He was, actually he writing was currently it. writing it, but it wasn't all gathered. <laughs> he was he was finishing it up, as it yes. were, his part of the New Testament, <laughs> right. because uh, we don't know how long, but just FYI, shortly after he penned these last words, he had his head cut off yeah, right. for the gospel. Um, but we don't know whether it was days, weeks, months, probably not more than months. But he he gave his life for for Jesus and for the gospel, so you know this is and I her brevis um, this is I heard you tell this at a pastor conference. Here's what it says when it says and it's profitable for teaching. That's what's right for proof. That's what's not right for correction. That's how to get back right for training in righteousness. That's how to stay right. Mm. That's what the word of God does. That's what it is has the ability to do. If you allow it, and by the way, is what it does every single time you come to it. Right, and well, and I always love these verses because, um, you know, I was first introduced to them with doing the um, Bible studies that I have studied over the years and and teach, in that every scripture that you read and every scripture that you study, you ought to look at it and say, what is it trying to teach me? Mm. Is it reproofing me on something? Is it correcting me on something? And what is it training me in? And and to look at it, that that's your application point. Because mm-hmm. if we just read the word and don't find out what it is that God wants us to learn from it and how he wants us to grow from it and 
and be corrected and trained in it, then we're just wasting our time. There's always something to be learned. Right. No matter what passage you come to. Right, absolutely. And as you were saying that, here was my thought. And it's sort of like, you're probably going to be like, how simple of a thought, but yet how devastatingly true of a thought. Here, here, you ready for this? This is deep theology here. Every single word came out of the mouth of God. Right. I know you're probably going, duh. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think we glance. I'm guilty. I, that's the reason I thought it. I, I, you know, yeah, all scripture God breathed. All means all. Right. All scripture. But when you put it in a different way, every single word right. that composes our Bible, every jot, every tittle, every part of it is breathed out by God Almighty. Right. There's no accidental or, no, uh, you know, exactly. insignificant scripture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let that sink in. It, it's words yeah. from heaven that we're dealing yeah. with. Right. We're not dealing with, you know, I gave it yesterday, written over some 1,500 years, 40 different authors, but it all has one main mm-hmm. theme, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. has that scarlet thread yep. that runs through the, from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 20, 22-21. It has that in its main theme, and it, the Bible says that it shall not return void. Mm-hmm. It always accomplishes that what right. it was sent out yep. to do. It never returns void. That's the reason I tell people tell me all the time, like I, I just I, I don't remember I don't memorize scripture and I can't remember. You remember more than what you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like food for your soul. And as I've said many times, I can't remember every meal I've sat down and ate in every restaurant or whatever. But look at my body. <laughs> you didn't have to laugh so loud, Mona, and so quick. <laughs> I mean, what was that Beethovenish? I mean, was that? Like, <laughs> I mean, did Dan, did you hear how quick she laughed? Well, I don't Uh, think I was the only one, but okay. No, no, you beat him to the punch. (laughs) Oh, you did, because I got distracted thinking about what my favorite food is. I'm not going to lie. I mean, she just like, (laughs) I was thinking how bad I love some turnip greens right now. (laughs) So, Uh, I don't remember it, but I show proof. I might not remember all the scripture that I should, but my life should show proof. Right. And you'll be amazed at the times bits and pieces of scripture will be recalled to your mind when you're not even necessarily looking for them, but when you need them. It's almost as if somebody in scripture said, don't worry about what you're going to say. I will give you what to say in that moment. It's almost like somebody in scripture said that. (laughs) Maybe. Was that somewhere in scripture? I think so. Yep. Was it? Well, right. (laughs) I never know what to do with his <laughs> yes, it was. It's in scripture. It's there it yes, is. There. But okay. and also, the more that you're in the word, then the more that it comes to your mind, and the more that you know it, and the more that you can, and maybe you're much like me and cannot necessarily say um, chapter and verse of where it is, but you know it says it because yeah. I, I'm really bad about that. I don't. I know what it says, but I don't necessarily remember where it says it. But I'm getting better. Because <laughs> I'm pushing her to get better. I'm challenging her to get better. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Let me throw this in there. For example, the book of Malachi. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so far this year, I've had us as a church, if people are following it, we've read First John. First John, which is what? Your favorite book. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> then we read Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. Then we read Titus. Oh. And now we should be reading Malachi. Right. I have loved it. I've done it. I may miss probably, I'm, you know, in all complete honesty, I probably miss three, four, maybe five days during a month. No more than five, usually around two or three. 
the way God just unpacks. And we read Ruth too. I'm like, your oh. your your numbers off. So yeah, some, I was more. trying Ruth. to remember. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I thought it was just four. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm anyway, like, yeah, it's five. Yep. Yep. I just I read it now. <laughs> anyway, but I don't know if you're loving your pastor. The pastor of Ramrath Church is loving it mm-hmm. because you you sense where you're going and then it's like certain different words on different days yeah. just jump. jump out i could show you my bible that i'm reading and i've got notes everywhere yeah. where god just speaks to me so yeah stay in god's word okay so hey producer dj oh you got something right it's sideways her bible sideways here what you got <laughs> well just that that profitable and i got this from you um it, Aww, uh, thanks well all of these notes are from you um profitable means helpful and it shows a benefit. And so that's what the word of God is for us. And then it does all those things that we were talking about. Oh, see, you just made up for the life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, are we like halfway through? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a good 10 minutes. Let's keep rolling. Oh, that's, yeah. all, that's all we got? Yeah, that's all we got. Oh, uh, we can go with 11. We can go well, 11 thanks, more minutes. Man. Oh, oh, let's then. go to Colossians. Let's go to Colossians. I totally hadn't forgot to keep track of time. <laughs> Let's go to Colossians. So, so we're going to tie in here um, that with some other 316s. Um, we could have went on on those two for the rest of the time, right. seriously, especially that one right there. Um, so in Colossians chapter 3, I want you to read this one there, Miss Mona. Okay. Um, 316. So it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. Wow. That's a good word there. <laughs> but the reason would be, before we started, we talked about, you know, which ones we were going to talk about, and we wanted to follow up. Yes. All scriptures God breathed with. So, and it does these things. It teaches us, it reproves us, it corrects us, it trains us. And so what are we to do with that? Well, Colossians 3.16 tells us that we need to let the let. We have to let it. So that's our part. That's our action. We have have parts in this. Right. The word of Christ dwell in you richly, which means that it's a permanent abiding part of your life. Yes. and And it means to be filled. Right. Right. And so... And that's just like what I said, that you can't just read it and, and have it puff up your head with knowledge, but you have to, um, I always, when I'm teaching and people probably get tired of me saying it, but, um, I often pray that, that what we are reading and learning would travel from our, we would allow it to travel from our minds to our hearts so that our lives would be changed. But, but that's how we allow it to dwell within us. Oh, he looking at, he's looking. Yeah, I was trying to find, I'm trying to read my writing. So, <laughs> that is always a problem. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what the pastor said. Um, anyway, so not only do you, you let it dwell. So, hey, here's the key, too. He got, the writer here, Paul, goes a little bit more. He's, he didn't just say let it dwell, but let it dwell richly. Richly. Mm-hmm. Word for richly there, it means abundantly. Mm-hmm. Let it let it fill up who you are. That You know, we're called to meditate on it. We're called to... Uh, let it just fill us up, and and we're abiding me as as I abide in you, and it's abide. It's this picture of abiding, if you get me. So the question is really, what do we do with God's word when we read it? Right. Yes, your prayer. I've heard you pray it. Uh-huh. Let it travel from our head to our heart. Right. 
What do you do with it when you hear it? What do you, what do, you do with Sunday sermon right. when mm-hmm. a pastor, whoever your pastor may be, expounds upon the Word of God and he points out truths and he points out um, biblical theological truths and and facts and and truth? I know I keep saying truth because <laughs> it's what God's Word is. What do you do with it? Do we? Here, here's where I have a problem. Do we just close up our Bibles? Walk away. And walk away and think, right. well, that was nice. Right. Or, or do we go and say, man, preacher said this. I want to know it. I want to study it. Like the, you know, the Bereans who studied yes. the word daily. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I wonder if we're more like them or, or are we just that person that just closes our Bible and says, you know, that was nice. I'll get more next week. He right. seemed a bit excited today. Yeah. You know, that's what most people at Marion would say. <laughs> he seemed a bit excited today. Um, but then they go, whatever. Here's what it says in Berea. It says, now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with, listen to this, eagerness. Yeah. Do, do you guys receive the word with eagerness? I, I wonder, quick thought, How when I'm preaching, how many people out there are receiving it with eagerness? <laughs> Well, I am, that's for sure. Well, amen. <laughs> Examining the scriptures daily right. to see if these things were so. Right. So eagerness and examining. Go well, ahead. I mean, that's what I love about our church and not, I mean, it sounds like a shameless plug, but but I, I love the fact that we do the devotions, that we have the devotions for people. So Marian Baptist pe- Church people use those devotions because they will um, take you from what Hank has talked about in the sermon and give you things to um, learn more about, ponder more about throughout the week. Uh Um, And sometimes, sometimes I admit that sometimes I'm sitting in the sermon going, oh, I wish I had known that I would have taken a different route. (laughs) But many times we, we walk away from this sermon and, and say, because Hank only gives me, as I'm writing them, he only gives me a certain amount of information. And, and so many and times. And you know why I do that. Yes, and so that the Holy Spirit will lead me. Yes, yes. absolutely. And so that's why that, that so often we walk away and say, that's exactly what I covered in the devotions. Yeah. And, and I had no idea what you were going to talk mm-hmm. about. And, um, and you didn't know what was, I used to tease Hank that he read my devotions before he preached. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Because there's there's not enough time right. for me to preach everything. Right. You know right. what what a lot of people won't understand or know is that what you're getting from my preaching is is not everything I have. Right. I, I don't have time. I mean, right. we would be here for right. hours. Right. Every and I'm talking about just some of my smaller sermons. And every pastor will say this: you've got to figure out where you can cut. Right. And what you're going to go deeper in and what you're not and how you're just going to skim, which is another reason, shameless plug also, <laughs> we do the YouTube hits right. that yep. drop on right. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> um, around five-ish. What day was that? <laughs> Wednesday. Um, because it does give us... So here's my, my goal as a pastor. I want to give you all the word that you can get. You get me Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, you get what Miss Mona writes for our devotions. You get this podcast, and then you get what what Dan sort of—it's his baby in a sense. This the whole YouTube thing that he does—the YouTube hits about a ten minute. If you don't go look up Marion Baptist Church, Chatham, Virginia, 
my sermons are there, and also our YouTube hits that last about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Everybody, nobody's walked away yet without going. Man, that was fast. Oh yeah, right. we've never run out of things to talk about. Everybody going minutes. in and going, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And then all of a sudden, Dan's looking at me, and we have a signal where he goes, "Hey man, time to time to shut it down, boys." And I'm like, "Okay, what about?" And then people are like, "What?" It's about the same as this podcast. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Jeez. Right. Right. So, man, we have not covered this nearly what we need to. Um, but other than, you know, you need to have it dwell it richly with wisdom and teaching. And here's, okay, can I make a statement to everybody out there? We've gotten away from, as believers, the most important things. Most of us out there would rather be right than to be loving. Mm-hmm. That's why we have so much conflict. Um, man, if you go to Twitter, folk are just mean. Right. But the Bible says, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing another one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. I read a, a blog post or something from one of my buddies. Um, I call him a buddy. <laughs> I know him through via uh, being at some conferences, one of the guys that I really love. And here's what he said. He said, man, I was so blessed that I wa- I looked out and I saw my son, who's now a dad, singing his heart out with his young son beside of him singing his heart out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I cannot sing a lick, <laughs> but I sing. Yep. My son sings even worse. <laughs> But I do think I've taught him to sing, too. It's a generational right. curse. So many of us go, well, I can't sing, so I'm not going to. God never said make a a, a great sound. He said make a joyful, joyful noise. noise. And no. what I do is a noise. <laughs> but I sing because I get moved by the yeah. songs, and it's just such depth, especially the hymns that are yeah. so theological. And then the, the praise and worship that focus on Jesus and, and God and those things. And so it's important that we love one another. And the way you love one another truly is by knowing more about Jesus. Right. Well, as I was looking at this three Colossians three sixteen, that, that those things that, that come after that, the teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom and singing Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and thankfulness, that that all flows out of having the word of God dwelling within us. Yeah. And that if we don't have the word of God dwelling within us, then we're not going to have those things. Yeah. And so we're not going to be able to um, to have those things. We're not going to be able to interact with each other in that way if we don't have the word of God within us. So what you're saying is, if I'm right, is there's a direct correlation of what flows out of you based upon what flows into you. Absolutely. As it pertains to the word. Yep, absolutely. See, because what's already inside of you, when that comes out, that's not very good. But if you put Jesus in, right. Jesus is going right. to come out. Right. Because he takes over yep. the cesspool yep. that is your heart. Right. And out of your heart, your mouth speaks. Yes. And and I used to, my kids would get kind of mad at me about, I was kind of strict with them. With what they, no. With <laughs> what? Could you see that, Dad? Never. No. Y'all just didn't know me. Um, with oh, what, no, we do. What they could watch, what they could listen to, what they could read. Um. And I often, when my, it, it was mostly my daughter when she got, you know, to older and, but I would tell her, if you're taking things in other than Jesus, then there's no room for Jesus. Right. And so you need to only be taking in 
Jesus mm-hmm. or the things that point you to Jesus or the things that keep you pure for Jesus. And so um, when we don't, when we allow other things to come in, when we allow the muck of the world to come in, then that's just li- not leaving any room for, for Jesus to be there. Muck. muck. The muck of the world. Don't. Don't take the muck. Yeah. St. Bernard's leave muck <laughs> around. I, I tell you, they're the muckiest dogs I ever saw. Muckiest, man. <sighs> so, hey, what? yeah, and here's what I say a lot of times, too. Listen to how somebody talks, and they'll tell you what's yeah. in their heart. Yes. Seriously. I mean, it's just true. It's just truth. Yep. Listen to them speak. Yep. And it, it tells you what's what they're putting in. Yep. If they're putting in the garbage of the world or the muck. Mona's word, <laughs> muck of the world, then muck is going to come out. Yep. But you put Jesus in, his word clearly says in Colossians 3, 16, you put it in and you let it dwell in you richly, you're going to be loving one another and you're going to let Jesus flow out of you. Right. All right, closing big thoughts. All right. Well, Dan, you haven't said much tonight, so. It's your turn. I've been distracted. I had a horrible bug bite. I noticed you're sort of going to town on your calf over there. I don't have a leg left before long. Dan looked over me this one time like going, Oh, <laughs> oh, it's been very distracting. He hit the sweet um, spot of that bug bite. <laughs> yeah. The the thing that stands out about that last piece of scripture is, is the thankfulness. You know, how many times do we do we come to God's word with this feeling of obligation? Or, or oh, Hank, I'm yes. sure you've heard many times. Well, how much should I read each day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like like I've got to at least hit this minimal limit so I can I can hit that checkbox and be done. It's God's word. We'll yeah. line up. These fools line up for days for the next Star Wars movie or whatever, yes, yeah. but it won't take more than two minutes to read their Bible. Hey, the thing that I said know? yesterday that I saw, you have it's a it's a they, I knew it's sooner or later would come out. Two hundred and fifty six. Yep. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Interact interactions communications yeah. interactions with social media in a day. The average person, right? Two fifty six. <clears throat> that plays out. To, I'm guessing I'm gonna throw a number out there. Twenty to thirty minutes, if not an hour, of your day for social media. Mm-hmm. And you want to tell me you ain't got time to right. read God's word? Right. You'll read that muck. Yeah. Well, but I was gonna say God's- that's the Mosaic and Marion uh, group chat. But now that you called it muck, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get going every once in a while. But think about 256 right. interactions yeah. on social media. And yet we don't have time to read God's word. Right. And, and but it does. It goes right back to that. And then you see what our real life social interactions look like because we've ingested all of that instead of going to God's word. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Big thought. Um. And uh, well, I would go back again to the let, and and that we have to allow it to come in. We have to do our part. In, um, because the Christian life isn't just sitting and waiting yeah. for God to do something for you. But, um, I mean, Paul said, work out your salvation. Mm-hmm. Not because the works save us, but because we have a role to play. Right. We have a role to play, and God has a role to play through the power of the Holy Spirit living within us. And, and so we have to do our part, though. We can't just sit back and expect something to happen just because we're a yeah. Christian. We have to do our part. Here's my big thought. If you claim John 3.16, you should be living 2 Timothy 3.16 and Colossians 3.16. If you claim the one, you ought to be living out the other two. 
and it will radically change your life. I, I pray that you do. I, I have a love for God's word. Mona has a love for God's word. Dan has a love for God's word. And I want you guys to have it, to just spend that time with God's word, reading it over. So just for like today, so I read it today to 24th. So if I take it, I think I've missed three days. So 21 times I've read the book of Malachi. That's getting in there doing some work because right. it. Ju- I preached on it yesterday. That's how much it's yeah, working on right. me because that, that one verse just jumped off the page. Read God's word daily, daily. All right? Hey, Dan, pray for us. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this opportunity to come together and and share your word with, with our listeners, but also to share your word with each other and to, to just spend this time in your word, Heavenly Father. Help us to always be thankful for the opportunity to, to have access to your word uh, whenever whenever we're near it. I mean, it, so often we, we take it for granted or, or look at it as obligation, but it's really a privilege to have access to your word. Heavenly Father, we just pray that um, we never be satisfied, that as we continue to, to explore your word, that we continue to grow hungry for it. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. 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 Hey, just want to give a shout out. Today is, so if somebody goes back and listens, it's May 24th. So this upcoming Sunday, May 30th, my main man Dan will be preaching Ooh, at 11 o'clock. Dan's preaching. First sermon ever wait. at Marion, at least. Uh, no, no, first one. I, I told my <laughs> wife earlier this week, I was like, well, I'll look at it this way. It'll be my worst one. <laughs> Because I hope I grow from here on out, yeah, and I, don't, and I go, never come back to this Like one. I said about them ones that y'all have found, throw them away, <laughs> man. Yeah. But hey, you preach what God lays in your heart. I cannot Absolutely. wait to hear it. Yeah. And um, so that's producer DJ Dan. I'm going backwards this time. Thank yeah. you, brother. Miss Mona, my home hey. slice, homie. Hey, hey. What a good day, man. I'm Pastor Hank, pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and this has been the mosaic that is, was, and always will be Marion. God bless you guys. Bye. <laughs>